Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, are you are 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 you wearing yours? You you are. I don't want to ask you what you're wearing. You're wearing your mask. Okay. I'm wearing my mask, and we can't really hear each other. Oh, okay. And and my glasses are fogging up, so I can't hear and I can't see. And I, okay. We'll try this later. Okay. All right. I I, I have something to do here. Okay. Welcome to my office. <laughs> Uh, welcome to, uh, I think this is edition number five, is it not, of the 4-1, yeah, boy, time is flying. Um, uh, I, I can do, I can do this, I can, whew, wow, have you, have you tried this thing? You might have to get used to it really soon. We're going to be talking about that on the 411 today. It is fueled by Gales Gas Bars Limited and uh, powered by WeStream. We are going to be hosted, as per usual, at the lovely Fiddler's Poor House. I'm Lee Sterry uh, of Lee Sterry Voice Services. We have this really uh, uh, collective effort, I guess you might call it, and also with content providers all around Niagara, including Nick, of course, at Niagara 411. Some pretty big uh, doings on the well and canal over the last couple of days. We're going to be talking about that. We will run down the COVID-19 numbers. We will talk about phase three. We will talk about where we wear masks and where we don't wear masks. And uh, is that getting a little bit too confusing? So we We've got a lot to do today here on episode number five, the Monday, July 13th edition of the 411. So we're going to scoot on inside the poorhouse, get set up, and hopefully you can join us. We'll tell you how you can do that too. Stick around. Okay, here we go. And... Uh, I guess I'm socially distanced enough from everybody on the planet, including Kevin, our producer and uh, creator, etc. So I'm, I'm good with that, except he's going to have to get me wired up for sound so I can hear you. I won't talk in his general direction, but he has to stick this thing over my ear. We have kind of a cloudy-ish day around Niagara. It is blessedly a bit cooler because uh, the humidity is way down after the heavy rains and some thunderstorms that we've had over the last few days and uh, beat up some of the flowers in our gardens but uh, what are you gonna do okay here we go i'm gonna get set up here uh, all right we shall uh, we shall do this thing because you know you never know who else has been talking on the phone in my office over the last uh, <laughs> few days so uh, I guess we can, I guess we can get rid of these so we don't, uh, we don't look like we're being impolite to you. And uh, again, welcome into the 411. I'm Lee. Kevin's over there. We're going to check in with him in a bit of, uh, from WeStream, of course. And this is the big story of the week. This is the one that has just mesmerized thousands and thousands of people, not just in Niagara, but probably around the world that have viewed this thing, because it's not something you see every day. That is for sure. A gentleman by the name of Alex Stewart shot the original video. There's all kinds of different videos that are going around. Uh, uh, this one copied many times and doctored up with logos, etc. But uh, this is the original video that was shot by uh, Mr. Stewart. He's uh, a gentleman that is around the... Uh, we have some flies around here. Um, he's in the Guelph area. And apparently, this was his first ship-watching experience. It was Saturday afternoon. 
Zoellen Canal uh, section right uh, near Memorial Park in Wellen. And um, well, Port Robinson, well, in area, but Memorial, you can see Memorial Park in the video if you look at the maps just off to the one side. So that's that kind of gives you uh, an idea uh, of the area, the Well and Canal, where this thing took place. Alex Stewart was on his very first ship watching excursion, and I guess most of us that live in Niagara. Take the Welland Canal for granted. We've all seen the ships, but for some people, it's quite the thing to see. If you've never seen it before, it's amazing. And that is the actual crunch uh, right there. And it has been viewed oh, thousands and thousands and thousands of times. And uh, but this was uh, this was Alex's video, and we'll show you uh, we'll show it to you from beginning to end as soon as we but can you imagine what that would be like as the pilot of either one of those ships let alone crew members etc and you're watching this happen and there's not a darn thing you can do about it you're on these ships uh, ships don't have brakes and they they can't stop on a dime they can't really stop at all actually on their own, uh, and you just know you're gonna, you know you're gonna bang into each other. It's just gonna happen. The only the only way I can compare it to a, an experience that you might have had had you not been on a ship that did this or a, or any kind of boat is the fact that uh, if you're in a car and you got you're on ice, and your brakes won't work, and you're just sliding, and you know you're gonna hit the wall, <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Um, one of the other uh, now now this the story is uh, as I understand it was the 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 red boat uh, which is the uh, that's the MV Alanis right Kev the the red boat it is uh, it's owned by D ship carriers and the red ship which is carrying see those big white tubes there. It is carrying sections of uh, windmill. You know, those tall, great, large, uh, white windmills that we have all over the place. Well, that's what that is. That's what it's carrying on the, uh, on the ship. And apparently it lost steering. No confirmation as to how that happened or why. But, and there it is again. Just... Uh, Fascinating. Now, are our viewers able to hear the audio with that, Kev? They are. Okay, cool. Because I can't, uh, I can't from my vantage point. But the sound is just uh, impressive, I guess. Like, you know, you hear nothing, and you hear nothing, and you hear nothing, and you hear nothing, and then, ouch! So many comments about. The people on the ship being incompetent or being stupid or whatever uh, and th that is probably not <laughs> at all the case the other part of the story is the fact that after this red boat lost its steering that the people on both ships were actually in communication with one another and they pretty much knew what was going to happen and 
made the best of a bad situation is the only way I could possibly say it. Expecting not a, yeah that graphic up there from Alex Stewart was not expecting this on my first trip to the shipping to to the canal. So there you had the McKeel Marine uh, is the operator of the Florence Spirit. Obviously, you can see it there, the black boat. And D-Ship Carriers are operator of MV Alanis. And they hit, uh, they, they both hit on their, their starboard sides, which is the, uh, the right side of a ship. If you're, standing, if you're standing on the bridge and you're facing the bow of the boat, the front of the boat, uh, the starboard side is the right side, port side is the left. And uh, it wasn't it wasn't really that much of a, it was a, better than directly head on I suppose, uh, but it certainly wasn't much of a glancing blow. Both the ships significantly damaged. How that uh, how those repairs uh, are affected and how long they take and who does them uh, I'm I'm not sure. Do we still do that in Port Weller? Do we do ship repairs still? I'm I'm not sure. It would be really interesting to. Uh, to have somebody, if you know this, by all means join us, or, or if you've experienced, uh, if you saw this, you want to comment on it or something, or you know a little bit more about it than, uh, than we do, by all means let us know. Um, then the way you do that is to just clink on, uh, clink, <laughs> click on the link. You can tell it's Monday. Eh? You click on the link of the post on uh, 411 or live stream Niagara. And uh, you can come into our Zoom room uh, in the green room and then Kevin will make sure that you uh, come on the air with us and we have a chat. There's the damage, uh, one shot of the damage of the, uh, of the red ship, the Alanis. So that's a pretty significant gash. You would not want to take that back out uh, into heavy seas. Anybody, anybody want a Pepsi? <laughs> uh, oh, it looks empty. Oh well, no Pepsi for you. So then, then it appeared from what we saw in this video that uh, the one, the one ship. There it is. It went right into the bank. The, the black ship steered into the bank and I don't know what the status of those ships are at the moment. Uh, I have not seen any updates either on Niagara 411 from uh, Nick and his crew uh, or I haven't seen any announcements from the Seaway. I don't know what it has done to the shipping lanes in the canal, whether the boats are out of the way, whether the boats are still running and a lot of questions that you can imagine with regard to with with regard to those ships and what what next steps are and um, Kevin how we've talked about this I think you and I uh, not on the air but it was uh, and there they are in that section of the canal this is well past where the uh, the fork in the canal is this is uh, right around Memorial Park. Right around Welling. Memorial Park, yeah. 
and I think they're standing looking east. So they're standing on the Welland side, on the west side of the canal. Yes. Is Alex, I guess. And Alex is from Arthur, Ontario. Yeah. So just north of Guelph. Right. Came down, was walking down the trail. And I, I at firstly wondered, why was anybody shooting this? And Alex said that uh, he noticed that they were kind of veering in each other's paths. Yeah. And as you already mentioned, boats don't really stop. No. I would be so, so interested to talk to the pilots or the captains of these ships to know what was part of the conversation uh, that they were having prior to this. Because it, I would, I would just guess that there was that they controlled it as best they could, uh, and and perhaps this was a strategic maneuver to prevent even further damage. Uh, I'm just just thinking out loud, but these are not inexperienced people these people know what they're what they're doing i mean they didn't just have the thing out for a test drive you know somebody wasn't taking their learner's permit on the welland canal so uh, at least i would guess not so these are these are smart educated uh, experienced people so there had to be a plan as best they could come up with it but still quite the happening and uh, as I was mentioning before, I'm not sure what it is with the Port Robinson area, Port Robinson Welland-ish area of the uh, of the canal, because uh, we still have not had the the bridge replaced from how long ago was it, Kevin, that that boat hit the bridge and it's been out of commission ever since Port Robinson. Seventy-eight. That my long guess. ago, maybe yeah. earlier than that. And, and the boat's uh, been running a beautiful ferry ever since. Yeah, so I'm guessing we're never going to see the bridge <laughs> <laughs> repaired. And all indications are it's right kind of in around this area. Okay. Which, again, if you look just due west of that is Memorial Park, and you yeah. see some... I think these homes now have already been completed. They've already been built. This is Google Maps. Right. But there's Memorial Park right there, and... To give you an idea, there's there's Welland, and then and then the fork in the canal is at the top of the picture, or near the top of the. If you're looking at yeah, the actual screen. fork where it goes to the old recreational canal that yeah. winds through Welland, that's that's far north of where that is, yes. just south of Port Robinson. Yeah, but this accident was down near, right there, right in that area. Yeah, just before that little part that juts, that 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 little part that juts off to the side. Yeah. Fascinating, absolutely fascinating. So many, so many questions that you could ask the people that are involved in that. And if you have any of the answers, where are the ships now? Who fixes them? How do they get fixed? Do they get fixed? Do they get junk? Whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I, I am not. A, I am not a shipping expert. I know a couple of people that are. And uh, I was hoping one of these uh, fellows, uh, who shall remain nameless for now, because I don't want to put him on the spot, but uh, you know who you are. If you're watching the feed here today, uh, give us a call, because I would love to ask you some uh, questions uh, about this. Now, all you have to do is you click on the link that's in the post on, uh, on Livestream Niagara, and then you will find yourself in what we call our green room, which is the waiting room. It's uh, just like you're on hold, only it's a uh, TV. And uh, 
then Kevin Jack of WeStream, who is powering this thing and uh, provides all the technology. There he is, right there. He will he will very uh, politely uh, and painlessly get you into the into the room here, and we'll have a chat. Okay? It is not. We are not. Uh, actually when we're live we're not actually zooming the zoom is just a, a waiting area so that we know you're there all right if you do have the zoom app you will notice a uh, a phone number right over there 905-411-0411 very simple 905-411-0411 if you do have the zoom app on your phone or on your computer at home, by all means, just dial that and uh, you're right in there, okay? So, this is the 411. It is episode number five, uh, fueled by Gales Gas Bars Limited. We would like to uh, say thank you very much to Gales for signing on for another three months of the 411. So, they're having fun, we're having fun, uh, as well as uh, hopefully providing you with some information that you're interested in. Uh, Nick at uh, Niagara 411 uh, content provider for us. We have other uh, contributors to the program and one of those will be joining us. You're familiar if you've been watching live stream Niagara at all over the last couple of months with local Louie. Well he's going to be joining us today at around 1030 and Louie will uh, fill us in on whatever the heck is going on with him, where he is, his life and uh, things that are happening in, uh, in Niagara. So we look forward to having contributor local Louie on the program today and if you would like to be a contributor to this program on a regular basis or semi-regular basis as you see fit let us know you can uh, send us a, a text message you can send us a direct message how would you like to be contacted kevin if we want somebody to be a contributor to the show on a regular basis uh, feel free to drop nick a message on oh. facebook on niagara 411 you could also just drop me a facebook message on live stream Niagara. There are a lot of ways to get in touch with us. Just use one of them or leave a comment. Leave a comment on this live stream saying that, yeah, you want to be a contributor. You want to be a contributor to the program. Yeah. Local Louie is going to contribute to the show live from Clifton Hill coming up uh, in around 10 minutes or so. That where, that's where he is? Clifton Hill? Yeah, we can, uh, you know, we can peek in on him here for a second. All right, that's Maybe awesome. Just give you a uh, sneak preview here second of uh, what local Louis is up to but uh, again we'll just uh, we'll talk to him coming up in uh... there go, there's Louis now Louis give us a wave man hey Louis <laughs> yeah so we'll talk to him in a little bit okay you know uh, local people often say in the summertime oh I, I, I never go down there now I'm not talking about the COVID thing I'm just talking about on a regular basis assuming uh, no COVID, et cetera, et cetera. Do not want to go to the tourist traps, don't want to get involved with all that hullabaloo, et cetera. Don't want to do the Clifton Hill and the Victoria Park and the falls and everything. It's just a mess and the traffic and the people and the ha-ha. I, I always loved it, and I still do. Uh, as a kid, it was always the most, uh, or young person, it was the most exciting place uh, on the planet for me. I just uh, loved all the folks and liked the glitz of it. And yeah, you can call it cheesy if you like with the museums and all the rest of it. But I just absolutely loved Clifton Hill and, uh, and everything that went with the scene. I always did, still do. Uh, kid at heart, I guess. So uh, Louis is going to be joining us in a bit. And uh, I want to mention 
Also, uh, thank you to uh, today from Fiddler's uh, Poor House for letting us use this beautiful location at 149 St. Paul Street. Sitting in this window uh, with the scenescape behind us, and I uh, want to remind you that the patio is at the back of Fiddler's, and it is open seven days a week now. They uh, opened for the, the weekend last weekend, and uh, you can uh, come by Fiddler's Poor House and around the back of the building is where you'll find a pretty nice patio and you can take advantage of the the fares and wares that they have here at Fiddler's Poor House. Kevin, one of the things that I wanted to check on again because uh, we've been doing this on a regular basis is exactly what we see on the screen right now. The overview of COVID-19 in Niagara. Total number of cases. This is since this whole thing began, 778. In the scheme of things, that doesn't sound like a lot, which is a good thing, but it's still caused enough upheaval in people's lives, that is for sure. 778 cases total, number of active cases, uh, 31, so there are 31 people right now that we know of that are being treated for this. And the total number of resolved cases, we just had a delivery, thank you very much. See, life goes on, it doesn't matter, it live is live is live. and. Uh, Total number of resolved cases, 685. And total number of deaths, unfortunately, even one is too many, but we're at 62. Total number of active outbreaks, uh, three. There was, uh, I'll finish here first. Total number of closed outbreaks is uh, 27. And uh, it was just recently that uh, we saw that there was a classified outbreak at Lynn Haven, uh, which is uh, a senior's residence here in, uh, in Niagara, after a couple of the staff, how many, two staff, three staff, uh, tested positive for COVID-19. It's officially classified as an outbreak. They're aware that it's there, and um, I'm assuming they'll have that contained. Now, one of the other things that has happened here in Niagara is visiting hours for inpatients have been extended by Niagara Health. So things are slowly starting to uh, relax, but not too much. They're, in my opinion, which doesn't mean a whole lot to anybody, but it seems that they're doing things right. They're doing things in steps so we don't have to go backwards. So there it is starting tomorrow, and I'm assuming that was uh, today, because that was on, uh, this was posted yesterday. Starting tomorrow, meaning today, Niagara Health is extending visiting hours for inpatients. Um, remember, you have to complete and pass screening as you go in, bring a mask, and uh, movement will be limited while you are in the hospital uh, to being continually in the patient room, not just wandering around. The other thing related to COVID-19 is the mask situation, uh, the mandatory masks. Where is it mandatory? Where is it not? Currently in Niagara, although there is some information online to the contrary, there are no mandatory mask areas in Niagara. Uh, the Niagara Regional Council, you may have uh, read this, maybe not, but in case you did not, the Niagara Regional Council debated this at their last meeting. 
it was deferred till a later date. Uh, and, and you might say, oh yeah, well, no, nobody ever makes decisions and they're deferring it, blah, blah. Well, uh, as I understand it also, the information, the report that the counselors were to uh, debate and discuss was provided to them with very, very, very short notice. So they just deferred it so that they could read the report in detail and make an informed decision. So you really can't blame them for that. Uh, make masks mandatory in Niagara. This from uh, Brenda uh, commenting in our live stream Niagara. Everyone else is. Step up and protect people here for a change. Our lives matter. Toronto, Ottawa, Simcoe County, and Halliburton. There is a... I had a story here. Yeah. Um, and I'm just... Uh, sorry, I'm reading from my, my computer so that it looks like I'm not paying attention to you. I am. Uh, what cities and regions have a mandatory mask policy? This is from... Uh, this is in Ontario. So, mandatory masks are required. Toronto, Durham, which is uh, Oshawa, Whitby, Ajax, Bowmanville area. Okay, Clarington Way. So, Toronto, Durham, Waterloo, Peel, Kingston, Windsor, Essex, Wellington, Dufferin, Guelph, Lennox and Addington County, Frontenac County, Middlesex, London, uh, in, uh, on public transit and where physical distancing is not possible. Uh, so they put that little caveat on there. Uh, Prescott Russell, Leeds and Grenville, Lanark, Renfrew County, United Counties of Stormont, Dundas and Glengarry, uh, Sudbury, Manitoulin and the Nipissing District. That's the list of places that have mandatory masks. Now, um, those that uh, are still considering it is the next batch of uh, areas that are on the list. Halton Hills is mandatory. Halton itself as a whole uh, region is not. Niagara is still considering it. Now in that, in that, uh, that bracket, it says St. Catharines is mandatory. That information at this moment in time is not correct. They as other areas, other municipalities in the region are uh, uh, are having it under review by staff. And there may be a bylaw out uh, in each one of these municipalities in the near future, and then of course um, the, the region as a whole will make their decision. And y you know our political systems here get pretty complicated. When you've got 12 municipalities plus one regional government, uh, it's hard to know who's calling the shots at any given moment in time. And the uh, telltale sign that this is uh, not a reliable news source for us in St. Catharines is of course the classic misspelling of our city. There you go. <laughs> uh, and guess where this guess where this site comes from? It's a Toronto blog. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the center of the universe does not know how to spell Saint Catharines. <laughs> Should we uh, get to Louis here? Yeah. All if right, he's cool. uh, if he's ready to rock and roll, I sure am. Yeah, Local Louis, you may be uh, you may be familiar with uh, him from doing uh, a number of live shows. Actually, he was. Uh, uh, on for quite a number of weeks before I sat in this chair on Livestream Niagara. Louie, how the heck are you? Oh, you know what? Give me a second. I muted him here. Oh. Um, Sorry, Louie, I muted you, buddy. I know that uh, 
I know that you were trying because I saw your lips moving. Okay, there we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, he did a... Uh, a yeah, we got you, Louie. Louie. All right. Hey, guys. How's it going? Louis? I miss you guys. How have you guys been? Dewey? Yeah, we got him. Can you hear me? It's a little low. What's up, Louie? How are you, man? Good. I'm just over here. It's you may have to, to uh, adjust my television set so I can hear it in real audio. My uh, yeah. All right. So uh, earpiece tell us a little bit uh, about where you are. I think most people know where you are. And uh, what are you seeing down there as far as number of tourists, number of people, number of locals? I know it's early on a Monday. Yeah, I'll give you a look, actually. Uh, I'm out here right in front of the Skywheel, right in front of the Adventure Golf. And I actually have a good view of social distancing at work. Look it. It's uh, it's pretty empty out here today. I'm going to take a walk over here. It's pretty empty out here today. We got a lot of uh, a lot of good things going on. Looks like uh, they got the picnic tables out here for Boston pizza in case you want to get some yeah, takeout. That's good. Yeah, that's good. You can see all the benches are empty. Not a lot of people out here today, but there was a lot of people out on the weekend. On the weekend, there was a lot of people. And like you said, Lee, there's not mandatory masks here in Niagara. But that comes to debate. Are we outside? Are we supposed to be wearing masks? Stuff like that. But I'm not wearing a mask right now. But as you can see, there's no one around me. So I'm just going to stick to the mask list unless I need to go indoors for now. How have you been over there? How's yeah. Fiddlers? Uh, everything everything has been uh, great this it's this beautiful spot and uh, Kevin and I are making sure that we uh, keep distance and I wanted to uh, congratulate you while we have you live here you you've been nominated for uh, uh, here we go with another nice big truck <laughs> as soon as it passes um, so what are you what are you nominated what are you up for what's going on with you I'm nominated for uh, local entertainment, so I guess local Louie is local enough for the entertainment industry. So I'm trying to uh, get nominated over here for the local entertainment for the St. Catherine Standard and for the Niagara Falls Review. So uh, it's really good to get okay. recognized like that. Thank you for everyone who nominated me, who, who put my name in. Um, I really can't thank everyone enough. Uh, Kevin over there at WeStream for giving me the opportunity with the live stream Niagara. Thank you so much, Kevin. I couldn't have done it without you. And Lee, look at you. You're continuing the show, and it's been awesome, man. I love watching the news. What better day than a Monday to get your news for the week, yeah. anything that's going on in Niagara. So I like what we got going on here. I can't wait for the future and what the future holds for us here at Livestream Niagara. But, uh, yeah, vote for me, guys. Vote for me for local entertainer. Okay. Have you uh, have you always been a fan of Clifton Hill area? You know, I am not the biggest Clifton Hill fan because I've worked here since I was 14 years old. And now <laughs> okay. going back, the only reason why I came back actually is because COVID had me going stir crazy. I wanted to go out and see people again because this COVID-19 had us locked down, had us uh, quarantined for a bit. It's good to actually get outside, get some fresh air, and that some of the attractions are actually open. I went on the, the sky wheel the other day. Um, I, I want to go mini golfing, but no one's as good as me, so so no one wants to go mini golfing with me. It's unfortunate, but okay. I got to tone my game down a little bit because people are intimidated. But 
Yeah, no, it's good to actually get out here and, and to be in the fresh air and to see other people. And to see people. And a lot of people are actually taking this COVID thing really, really seriously. You see families with masks on. Um, like whenever I'm around people, I'm not going anywhere near six feet. You know, six, six, six feet's that limit. So you got to be social distancing. You got to be taking the proper precautions. But you can still have fun. You, should, you can still come out here with the kids and have a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, local Louis, uh, contributor to the 411. Hopefully, you continue to be a contributor for us. And um, good, good luck in the contest. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. KJ, hope you're holding it down over there. And Lee, have fun over there at Fiddler's. Maybe we got to uh, grab a pint when this whole thing de escalates. Indeed, we do. Take care, Louis. Take care, guys. And that's how easy it is to be a contributor to the program. You grab your uh, cell phone and you click into the uh, live stream Niagara, you click on the link and bada boom bada bing, you can be here on the show as a contributor and we'd love to have you. And we would actually really find it interesting and, uh, and beneficial, and I think so would the people around Niagara, to have a contributor on the program from each of our areas in Niagara, if we can. We talked before about having uh, 12 municipalities plus the regional government, et cetera. That's the, that's the political uh, picture. But as far as the community picture, it would be really super if we could have contributors, for, uh, contributors from each corner of the Niagara Peninsula to the 411 because there is so much going on in and around our communities that it is truly almost impossible to keep track of everything that is important to everybody in the community. So please do that. And Lee, I'll just piggyback on that. We're going to be collaborating with Nick over at Niagara 411 and reaching out to you, just as you had mentioned, and looking for those contributors yeah. all across Niagara. If you've seen the show and you think that you can contribute, and all it means is you've got a story to tell or you just want to be a spokesperson for your community, your community could be your street, it could be an organization, whatever it is. Get us on the show. Get you on the show. It's, it's what it's all about. It's so simple. And there you go. We just had a live look to Clifton Hill and Niagara Falls, mm -hmm. and now we know that at least Monday morning, it's not teeming with tourists from Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Uh, the 411 is fueled by Gales Gas Bars Limited. Joined us, uh, will be joining us for another three months, so we appreciate the vote of confidence on their behalf. Check them out at www.gales.ca for all the details of how you can take advantage of their rewards program and all of the things that they have to offer. And we find this uh, just an absolutely wonderful match because they are a, a, a staunch and have been for well over five decades a staunch supporter of the Niagara region. It's a Niagara company formed here, serves here, serves Niagarans, uh, and that's what this program is all about. So uh, it's a partnership that we're absolutely thrilled with. And uh, Niagara 411, same deal. Nick, we stream uh, Kevin Jack. Uh, and uh, his partner Brandon Tram. They are uh, staunch supporters and residents of Niagara as well. And what's really kind of cool is to be able to look at a company like yours, Kevin, and say, 
hey, this is uh, this was built here. This this originated in Niagara. We have the intellectual property and the intellectual knowledge here uh, in our region to do just about anything uh, because the talent is so wide ranging. And WeStream is the is the only streaming service of its kind that we are aware of that is as flexible as it is uh, and as affordable as it is. Yeah, thanks for that, Lee. And over the last couple of weeks, we've been uh, in a couple of city councils as, as yep. business continues to, to go municipality to municipality. And just a few weeks ago, and I'll try and pull it up here, Lee, we were helping the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce put on their virtual awards gala. Right. And I want to pull up some of that. Congratulations to all the winners, of course. If you're yeah. in the Niagara region or even beyond and you're involved with putting on a virtual event, what we found is that for a lot of small organizations, the stress of putting on an event is just overbearing because it's outside of your comfort zone. This is exactly what we do. Yes. We can alleviate the stress and then propel your production values beyond your Zoom room. So we can do all of that here at WeStream. As Lee mentioned, we're built right here in Niagara. We're all about Niagara and we are affordable. So please, if you're tasked with a virtual event, get in touch with us. In the coming weeks, Lee, WeStream is going to be working with the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation of okay. Ontario to help them raise some funds because their traditional fundraisers simply don't transition well online. So they're looking to do new things and looking to partner with some people that know what they're doing. And it just turns out that WeStream does. For all intents and purposes, what you are watching right now is a television program. If this was coming through your, uh, through your cable or over your antenna, you'd be calling it a television program. This is an interactive, live stream, high quality uh, product. Uh, by that I mean with the, the audio, the, vil the, uh, the video, the, the quality of the, the technical part of this is, uh, is high, high quality. Now, you will have people tell you, uh, as Kevin has had people tell him, well, you can't do something like that and really do a good job of it unless you have $70,000 cameras and, and uh, millions of dollars or th hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Not so. And this is a, a prime example of it. So it's, it's, it's really kind of neat. Um, yeah, here, Lee, as I mentioned, I wanted to bring in yeah. some of the work that we did for the, uh, for the Chamber of Commerce. Sure. So uh, here we go. Let's... Here's her video here. She is so community-minded. We have no doubt that she will remain immersed in the town of Lincoln, and we look forward to what her future has in store. On behalf of the 2020 OBAA Committee and the Lincoln Chamber Very nice. of Commerce, please join us in congratulating this year's Community Partner Award winner, Jeanette And Smith. it is hard enough to put on an event under what you might call, quote-unquote, uh, sorry for the hashtags there, uh, normal circumstances, let alone when you're dealing with wow. this um, semi-quarantine, so social distancing, maybe mask-wearing wow. environment so that we're living in these days. And if there was ever an environment tailor-made for the service that WeStream provides, uh, this is it because uh, it's just, it, it's a, it's a no-brainer. And, and really, that's my kind of, that's my kind of business to hire, uh, that I don't have to use my brain at all. Say, look, I just need to do this. Uh, I just, you know, you guys figure it out. And that's what they do. So, and, and the thing I keep coming back to, and then I'll stop patting you on the back, but the thing I, is just, to me, is the, is the largest indicator that I've heard of how this 
this technology will work, how this service can work, is uh, when Mayor Diodati of Niagara Falls opened up the, uh, the Pride Crosswalk in Niagara, uh, it you know combine talk about it as a as an opening ceremony a ribbon cutting or whatever there were maybe 20 people uh, on site 70,000 people however participated by watching it on uh, on live stream or on WeStream and uh, live stream Niagara it was just fascinating so anyway I'll get off that now no no continue Lee please <laughs> No, but, but honestly, we're here in St. Catharines. We're good guys, even if you want to bounce something off our chest. And if you're not a perfect fit for our business, we'll point you in the right direction. We've done that for many, many people. You betcha. And we'll be here on the 411 uh, every Monday morning at 10 o'clock as well. So put it on your, uh, put it on your calendar. Give yourself a reminder on your phone. And, uh, and join us and become a contributor, please. From, uh, because we can't, we can't see everything that goes on out there, but we can with your help. Some other things that uh, crossed the desk at uh, Niagara 411 that uh, got our attention over the last few days. Uh, a little while ago, there was a, a fundraiser that we announced was going to be happening, and it was organized by Team Super Jacob. And it was a bottle drive that was due to take place, and it was just, I believe, okay, now I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be unsure about this. It was just over the last few days, maybe last Saturday. But wanted to send kudos out to you because the bottle drive was super, super uh, successful, okay? And... Team Super Jacob put a post up to thank everybody for helping this thing go forward. And the, it was obviously uh, shiny, rain or shine it was going to go, but we haven't had all that much rain. But anyway, I saw there, there was also a post on Niagara Fund 411 of the bags and bags and bags oh, of okay. uh, a bottle somewhere. And I uh, can't remember exactly where it was, but Kevin well, will find it. As we stop here, great news. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, he was located. This gentleman found safe. We had a couple of people over the last week that were found safe and unharmed. And Brian Steckley. Yeah. So that's that's just great. I'm sorry. I'll try and get that photo. I, I, I know there was a big photo there of the three girls from uh, the Three Live Crew. Three Live Crew. They had a bottle drive going as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So congratulations to them for uh, for making that happen. So we're just scrolling through my iPhone here. Yeah, there's there another go. picture there's of the Super ship. Jacob right there. Yeah, look at that. On behalf of Team Super Jacob. Well, sorry, I'm there you go. Pull up the text here for you. There yeah, you that, that's all right. We would just like to send out a huge thank you to everyone who helped and donated at our bottle drive today. It was beyond our wildest dreams there you go wonderful yeah, it's great to see it's nice to bring a story full circle we announce that these things are going to happen and then sometimes you don't really hear how they turned out but this one uh well, here we go Lee. let's see what uh, a people, raging success people are drinking in niagara <laughs> yeah you can you can oh, uh, new zealand kind, kind of tell we're in a in a winery area right oh, nice jackson triggs down there in the bottom yeah it's miller time Mm -hmm. Le Pied d'Or? Boy, I haven't had Le Pied d'Or in a long time. Some MGD, some Keys, some Rickards Red. What do you bet a bunch of these boxes came from the LCBO? You got any boxes I can use? I gotta, I gotta move. I need some boxes. 
yeah, pinnacle good. yeah all right that's uh that's just that's just terrific good things happening to good people now um what else did i want to do today there was oh shucks what the heck was it that i wanted to talk what what were we going to do today kevin we do uh, all kinds of stuff, Lee. We, I know. We I actually had one, prepared, but no, no, we are prepared. But I had one. <laughs> I had one in particular that oh, the um, the vehicle that was stolen, the quad that was stolen. Oh yeah, that was a bizarre I, story. I have to do that story. That's a beauty. So, well, well, Kevin's digging this one up. The uh, there's a young man uh, that saved his own money. To buy his own quad recreational vehicle. And it was stolen. There it is. Stolen quad. West Lincoln. Someone stole Jude's quad. It was someone that knows it was there. But what they don't know was they activated the motion on the dash cam in, in, in my Kenworth. It's a truck. Okay, so LMAO. So this uh, this fellow says his father says you have 24 hours to return it, or the dash cam goes to the Niagara Regional Police. <laughs> uh, I, I hope you're feeling pretty good stealing from an 11 year old. And so here, this is the picture from his Kenworth. Can we see anything on this, Lee? I I, I, I don't know. And there's the quad. That's the quad. 11-year-old boy saves up his own money, buys his own toy, and then some uh, lowlife steals it. Now, but did we ever find out, Lee? Did it get returned? I don't know. Well, a lot of times the story lies in the comments. Let's see what the people are saying. Let's look. Hope he finds it. Kind of young to be riding an ATV. People are so judgmental. <laughs> Gee whiz. Uh, this belongs to our young neighbor... Yeah, I'll get down to that one. There you go. Yeah. Maybe the jerk who stole it is the same that stole our pickup truck from our yard across the road in February. Walked up to our driveway, passed a lit-up house and barn, and drove off with our truck. There are increased uh, automotive break-ins around Niagara as well. Um, talk about that in a bit. Sure hope they're caught and the poor guy gets it back. Well, I have a feeling he's going to get it back because his dad knows uh, he's got all the information, that is for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Again, Luke Duguay, you reek of jealousy. <laughs> Who are you to judge it's what amazing. someone can You can never predict what, what people are going to comment. And a story like that, the debate turns into whether or not 11 and 12-year-olds should have ATVs. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. who's the criminal. Yeah, this really isn't your call, you know. Uh, but. So, well, let's see here, because I bet you he updated. Uh, Lucas did, right? So that's the guy who originally posted it. Here he is, Lucas, our friend. Hey, Lucas. Hey, Lucas. Hope you got your son's ATV back. Yeah. And happy birthday. Drinking with two of the finest. Happy birthday, Lee. That's not me. That's another Lee. So let's see. So these are his comments yeah. on his original post. Those are his comments. Yeah, yeah. Wellinport, little vigilante justice. Oh, that's good. Let's have vigilantes out. Here yeah. you go. Melissa says, "Please report ours got stolen too." Wow. What I was referring to earlier is we touched on this a little bit last week, but it's a message that is worth passing along. 
from the Niagara Regional Police Service, there has been an increased number of automotive burglaries, i.e. people breaking into vehicles, and especially those that are unlocked. These people are sometimes actually quite professional in the way they get into these vehicles, but the first thing that the crime of opportunity thieves will do is just try your door handle. And uh, especially if it's in your driveway, people are getting more and more brazen with things like this. That was the notification we put up on the screen last week. I only need 15 seconds to burglarize your vehicle. Lock your car. Two out of every three cars I burglarized were left unlocked. I find that uh, hard to believe. But people think, uh, you may think your car, your truck is safe in your, in your own driveway or your ATV for that matter. Well, it apparently is not at all. It's a sad state of affairs, but it is what it is. If I see it, I take it. And that's another message. It's, it's a good message for people that have things in their cars that are in plain sight. Have you gone shopping and you have packages on your seat? Don't leave them there. Put them in the trunk or put them on the floor. Lock the car. Anything that uh, sometimes people just cannot resist something shiny. You know, it's, it's, do you see coins in the center console of your vehicle? It's just uh, an open invitation for somebody to walk in and break in and walk off with whatever used to be yours. So lock the car. Another thing that uh, popped up on Niagara 411 this week along the same line, a uh, news release from the Niagara Regional Police Service fraud squad. And it was advising people that there were again increased incidents of various kinds of fraud uh, via telephone or otherwise and of course the CRA scam is rearing its ugly head again. The Canada Revenue Service does not ask you to provide them private information over the telephone. Your social insurance number has not been compromised just because somebody calls you and tells you that it has. That was the one that I got this week. Somebody actually left the message. They didn't wait for me to even answer the phone live. They left me a message telling me that legal action had been started against me because there was proof that there had been fraudulent activity reported as a result of contact with my social insurance number. And this is all my fault and I have lawyers coming after me. And this is not happening. It is not happening. And the unfortunate part about it is that these scam artists do prey on the older portion of our population, people that are perhaps a little bit more vulnerable than someone younger that is a, a little bit more aware of what's happening. So uh, it's, it's sad that uh, people are taken advantage of like that that are a little bit more vulnerable than perhaps you or I. And the other one is the grandparent scam. On the, uh, on the NRPS uh, posting, they listed a number of the scams that are the most popular. And the grandparent scam has got to be probably still one of the most active. How it works is the, uh, the older person will get a telephone call. 
apparently from their granddaughter or grandson who is traveling somewhere, has gotten into a, a, a fix or has had their money stolen, can't afford to pay a ticket or just figure out the scenario. And these people are very, very good at what they do. They are very convincing and uh, they make a lot of money from people that uh, think they're helping out a family member who is stranded somewhere. And it's still one of the most prolific scams that's, uh, that's out there. So if, uh, if you know somebody that is in that demographic that has grandchildren that they, they might not talk to a lot, they might not see a lot, they might not be that familiar with, uh, with the sound of their voice, you might think, I, I'd know my grandson, like, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. Well, no, probably your grandson wouldn't do it, but somebody who knows something about your grandson certainly might do it. And uh, people then don't want to come forward. That's the other message that the police want to assure that people do is report these things because people are embarrassed. I would be if I gave, uh, if I gave some scam artist $500 or $1,000 or whatever the heck it is, uh, and, and then I realized that I'd made a stupid decision in my mind, uh, I wouldn't want to broadcast it either, but it's important that these things get reported. So, I can tell, Lee, that they're definitely preying on a certain sector. They won't even engage with me on the phone anymore. No. If, if you're like me and you've got time to waste, sometimes you'll string them along. Yeah, but you've always had that "don't mess with me" voice. You know, is that, that what it is? Yeah, it's don't is that me- what I give off? Don't mess with me. All right, don't mess with me, Lee. <laughs> I can't even get them to talk to me anymore. Well, you're one of the lucky right ones, away. aren't you? They call me, and the funny thing is, is they're now calling from local numbers. I'll get a call from a St. Catharines number, yep. and it's the Canada Revenue Agency. Yeah, yeah. Clearly not from around here. Not even. Close. I had uh, I, I had a phone call, and and they're calling cell phones as well now too which is really really super irritating and uh, you're right i got one it was a 905 and a 380 um exchange at the beginning uh which is exactly what my cell phone is so i'm I said, well maybe this is somebody i know so i you know you pick it up and uh you're trying to get your ducks cleaned or your uh, whatever happens on the other happens on the other uh, end of the phone. I wish somebody, could somebody, if somebody's watching, could they legitimately tell us how often I need to get my ducks cleaned? Yeah. Have you ever had your ducks cleaned? Like, I've never done it. Yes. They call me, everybody always says it's a scam, so I never entertain them. I'm assuming at some point I should probably get it done. Well, ducks, ducts, we're not talking (laughs) wildlife here, ducts, like, uh, how long did you think it was duct tape, like D-U-C-K? How many years did it go, did it go by before you did, realized it wasn't duct tape? I guess when they came up with frog tape. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that popular brand that is called duck, duct tape. Yes. And their logo is a duck. So. Well, that just confuses things even more. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. <laughs> duct tape. We have had our ducts cleaned uh, I don't know what, what once every couple of years or once a year when you do your do you, fr- huh? when you do your furnace servicing or something like you that. You do that? Not know. every year. We don't do it every year. Yeah, but you've had it done. I've never even had it done. No. Oh, you have dirty ducts. <laughs> hey, you don't talk about my ducts that way. I'm sorry, but you have dirty ducts. There's no two. I, the next, the How next. Here you come on this program. Start. 
The next time Herbie the duck cleaner calls you, get him down here. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, how's the camping? You're camping this, uh, this uh, week? Yeah, camping over at Shangri-La. Well, I shouldn't say that, I guess, because if somebody knows where you live, we won't tell them where you live. No, it's about five, ten minutes down the road from where I am. Okay. Lovely little campground there. Still COVID restrictions, though. The playgrounds aren't open, but the pool is. A lovely pool there on, I think it's 17th Street, right by Suen Staff Winery, just south of oh, nice. yeah. uh, St. Paul Street. It's actually very close to Flat Rock Cellars. Okay. So if you've been to Flat Rock Cellars, it's it's tucked in a little bit from the road. I mean, obviously there's the access road, the you know the entrance, right. but you don't really see it as you drive by. But it's nice. Probably, I'd guess seventy five seasonal campsites there. Probably okay. another thirty five to fifty partial service sites. And got my trailer there right now. And as soon as we're done, Lee, I'm heading back out to Shangri La for a dip <laughs> in the pool. To Shangri La. Uh, it's got a ring. You went. You're mentioning the pool. This is something uh, else that's going to be happening today. And it won't be happening until about 1 o'clock this afternoon. That's the time when uh, Premier Doug Ford has his daily briefing on the COVID-19 situation around the province of Ontario. There are going to be, we believe, communities announced as moving into phase three of the opening from the COVID-19 pandemic. Now. Uh, I don't have in front of me, I did have earlier, uh, all of the things that that means. A couple of the things that it means uh, are gyms, uh, swimming pools, um, I think, I, I believe in a limited capacity under certain rules, uh, indoor dining is part of that. One of the things in the mandatory mask situation, which does exist in Toronto and other areas up there, not here in Niagara yet, we were talking about that a little bit earlier, is you're supposed to wear them in pools. Now, from a health perspective, I'm sure that makes perfect sense, but I find it a rather inconvenient or, well, not inconvenient, inconvenient isn't the right word, uh, difficult, actually to breathe properly when I'm wearing uh, a mask. How do you do that in a pool? How do, you, how do you actually, while you're in the water, how do you actually swim? If you're gonna get, maybe you just don't get your face wet, you just stand there and cool off. Not, not, not sure how that actually is supposed to work. Uh, perhaps I'm just uh, not all that smart, but anyway, it just, uh, well, there's no perhaps about that, I suppose. But that's one of the things that, uh, that I find interesting. But anyway, after 1 o'clock this afternoon, we should be pretty well informed as to what communities are going to be allowed to go into Phase 3. Frankly, I would be very surprised if Niagara is one of them, simply because of our tourist situation. Uh, you would think that an area that depends on tourism and social um, interactions and service industries as much as Niagara does, from an economic perspective, it would make perfect sense for us to take that step. But the last thing you wanna do is take that step and then have to get thrown back into 
a previous phase and start the thing all over again. That's definitely what you don't want to have happen. So I'm not, uh, I'm kind of wishy-washy as to whether they will allow um, Niagara to do it or not. Now, our uh, chief health officer uh, with Niagara Regional Health has said that we're close to moving into phase three. Uh, Dr. Hergy has said that we are close to moving into phase three. So we just might very well be included. Uh, the, the hot spot in uh, Ontario still seems to be that Windsor-Essex area. And that is centered mainly around the agricultural industry there because they've had a number of farms that had uh, groups of farm workers that all tested. So it's, uh, it's, it's isolated. When you say Windsor, you think, oh, it's the whole community. Well, it isn't really. It's a community within a community. But again, to be on the safe side, they uh, take, the, take the high road and are patient with opening things up, which is a good thing, I suppose. So we may be in phase three when we chat a week from now. We may not. Uh, and we just uh, uh, wanted to draw your attention here to some of the comments that are coming in on Niagara 411. People are commenting on a lot of the topics that you've brought up. And a reminder that if you want to come on the show with Lee and mm -hmm. put a face and put a voice to your comments, all you have to do is click on the link and hop in the Zoom room. And just like local Louie was on half an hour ago, yeah. we'll throw you live on air with Lee. And you can have a discussion about mandatory mass or opening the border or the stolen quad. But here are some of the comments that people are leaving via text. Good morning, Lucy. Uh, do you think the border will open on the 21? Um, I don't, uh, I have no idea. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of hoping, to be perfectly honest, uh, I'm kind of hoping that the border stays closed for, uh, for a while till the United States gets a bit of a better handle on how they're dealing with this thing. And uh, Patrick Smart said to Patrick William uh, the same thing I just said, I hope not. And uh, Terry echoed that. Here in Niagara, the last thing we need are more tourists, not social distancing. Good morning. I hope they don't open the border. Never read the article about the stolen quad. So many thefts of expensive items. LOL to the activated dash cam. Yeah, that's a beauty. That is just, uh, you know... I, I love stupid criminals. Uh, I answer the scam calls and tell them to go kill themselves. Keep repeating it to them until they hang up or freak out. Know what I do, Lee? I string them along because I figure the longer I have them on the phone, the less time they're spending scamming somebody more susceptible. My ending is always this because at some point they get you to open the computer or something like that. I ask them if they have any children. Eventually they say, yes, or I have a family, or what have you. Yeah. And I ask them point blank, when you go home, do you tell them that you scam people for a living? And they usually just get the dial tone. I have a, a great story. My mother-in-law, a number of years ago, and she was not a young lady at the time, but I, was, I happened to be in her kitchen when she got one of these calls, and it was somebody out of Toronto to tell her that she had won uh, a Mercedes. She'd actually, she'd actually won a free car. Seriously, wow, this, this, this was the message. So she said, okay, uh, how do I get my car? And he said, well, first of all, you have to come here and we'll, do, and we'll get some information from you. And, you know, this, the whole thing. And she said, well, no, why can't you, why, I, why can't you just bring it here? She said, I, I, it's hard for me to get there because I don't currently have a car. It would be very nice to have a car. How, how, why don't you bring it here? 
she had them on the phone, I was getting almost embarrassed. I was feeling sorry for this guy on the other end of the phone because she, she had him going for like a half an hour. Because he thinks he's got the hooks in, right? He thinks he thinks he's really got in a, right a a big fish here. And and she's just stringing him along like crazy. And I had so much respect for her for that until um, until just it went it went uh, overboard. So I took the phone, and then the guy got mad at me. He's, he, he got so mad. At, I, was, I was having a conversation with that woman. I said, I know you were. I know that woman. You know, I like that woman. And uh, we're having a problem here. And, oh, he got so mad. He was swearing. He was going to send people down to beat me up. And it was, just, uh, it was just awful. So after I finally hung up the phone, I did say to, uh, uh, to my mother-in-law, I said, uh, Nan, just don't, uh, please don't do that again. Because you're starting to scare me. You know, because sometimes you don't know if these people are going to be dangerous. You really don't know. So, anyway, that was uh, that was my little story. We have regular intrusion checks to our driveway, parked neighborhood vehicles, all caught on video. Very good for you, Barbara Ann. Uh, NRP is notified each time, but coming in your property and checking your vehicle and garage door handles to see if they're unlocked and available for entry is not an offense. There must be forced entry for them to investigate. Okay, we have good, that's good to know. I did not know that. We have good quality video of the offender. Do continue to report such incidents and ask for an incident number on every occasion. So if you actually have a break-in, you have proof of previous reporting. Thank you for that information. That's uh, valuable. Duct tape, here we go. Actually was for sealing furnace air ducts and was originally only available in the silver color, hence the name. Consumers found it so effective for many other purposes than that for which it was created. The company has facilitated other uses by bringing out other colors and patterns. Well, I guess the duct tape king would have been red-green, right? Remember the red-green show? Everything, everything could be fixed with duct tape, except how to actually say the word because you know duct tape it's not there highly unlikely until the u.s gets its act together that's about opening the border the u.s would need to vote out trump before they get their act together well that's a, that's a whole great big story and who knows kanye west might be president of the united states is that a step up or a step down first lady is uh, would be kim kardashian whoa there's a reality tv show waiting to happen huh Okay. The 411, fueled by Gales Gas Bars Limited. That's what you are viewing at this very moment. Powered by WeStream. I'm Lee Sterry, and we are at Fiddler's Poor House. Content provided in large uh, bunches by Niagara 411 and contributors like Local Louie and yourself. We are, we are uh, shamelessly, shamelessly throwing out the request for contributors to the program. We realize that it's hard to cover everything that is important to everybody in all corners of Niagara. We do our best to reach out and report what we hear, what we have at our, uh, at our fingertips and uh, at our cell phones and all those other ways we have of collecting data and information, but we can't see and know everything, so that's where you come in. If you could uh, please be a contributor to the program, we would love to have you come on uh, once a week, give us 
us a couple of minutes on what's happening where you are and uh, even uh, even report on things that uh, we might not have gotten to or that uh, have slipped through the cracks. So get in touch with us. You can get in touch with us through Livestream Niagara. You may also get in touch with us through Niagara 411. Send a message to Nick at Niagara 411. You can send a message to Kevin at WeStream uh, uh, or even uh, to me at LeeSteryVoice.com and I can get a hold of you there. And is that your website? LeeSteryVoice.com yep. S-T-E-R-R-Y Yeah, just like it says there on the screen that you have up there. Alright, LeeSteryVoice.com <laughs> yes. Those graphics come in real handy. They, yeah, they do. It helps me remember my own name as I advance uh, in years. Now speaking of one, Lee, I know you wanted to touch on garage sales. Nick had posted something about garage sale rules and garage sale people are just hurting, hurting during COVID. That's, uh, yeah, that was one of the other things that uh, I noted. And uh, one of, it caught my, this one caught my attention because I was actually walking my dog in my neighborhood and I saw people with uh, doing a, a yard sale uh, in their driveway. And I thought it was kind of an odd thing in these times to do, uh, but it was happening anyway. Garage and yard sales could bring more than people to your home and then you see below that there's a yard garage sales the uh, the facts the alternatives majority of people are following social distancing guidelines and won't attend yard or garage sales having more th and this is currently in place now this is something that might change after one o'clock today as far as the number of people that are uh, permitted to gather in one place having more than 10 people gathered uh, is currently prohibited in Ontario up until at least one o'clock today. This poses a challenge for garage yard sale hosts to mandate. And then the alternatives, uh, garage yard sale doesn't have to be a quick turnaround project, take time to organize items, etc. So there's some good advice on there. This was, uh, this was posted uh, by the city of Welland, I believe, but, uh, but good tips for anywhere if you're considering having a yard or garage sale. Now, Lee, I want to toot my own horn here because they uh -oh. mentioned down at the bottom that another way to generate revenue from some of your unwanted items would be to go to Kijiji or Facebook Marketplace. Yes. They mentioned that an internet transaction zone is available at NRPS. Find out more information on how to access it, niagarapolice.ca. You see the, uh, the URL right there mm -hmm. at the bottom. I'll zoom it up mm -hmm. for people. Uh, back in my radio days, I was integral in making that happen. I remember that. You remember that? And I actually yep. teamed up, bringing it full circle. Bob Gale yep. was on the police services board, and I brought it to his attention and said, listen, this is what they're doing in some communities in the United yes. States, yeah. is in the parking lots of police headquarters, they're creating a safe zone where it's well lit and it's monitored, you know, not necessarily live monitored, but there's a camera running on it 24-7. Yes. Yeah. We've all done it, Lee. We've met people in Tim Horton's parking lots. We've gone to people's houses. I won't let my wife go pick up something that I bought off Kijiji. Right. I won't let her do it on her own. Yeah, no, nor no, my wife doesn't either. We always, we always make sure that there's at least two people. And vice versa, if somebody's coming to my house to pick up something that I put up for sale, and it's only my wife that's going to be home, or right. I guess if I'm not going to be home, yeah. I don't let it happen. So you're going to have to wait until I'm home. I, I remember that uh, actually quite clearly, Kevin, and I'm happy that they're still doing it. What I, what I would like to see is perhaps those safe zones promoted a little bit more heavily than they currently are. 
true. I believe the only one is at the NRPS, uh, I'll say headquarters, not the headquarters in Niagara Falls, but in Welland, the detachment in Welland. Okay. I believe that's the only one in the region. But again, I'd have to go to that URL. Yeah, and uh, and, and that that is the whole idea is if you are, and there's more and more and more transactions happening online. If you are doing a transaction online with someone, arrange for that safe zone type uh Type pickup. It's a it's a great idea. Yeah, I've really left a, la- a lasting legacy. Yeah, good for you. Really. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I no, I, it's true. It's a uh, it's a feather in your cap for sure, and it's a uh, it's a good thing they're still there. I hadn't thought about it in ages, but we don't. Like I said, we don't hear about it enough. No, we don't. They should promote it a little more, considering how many sales. And then yeah. with no garage sales happening this summer, I'm at, I'm seeing more items on Kijiji and Facebook Marketplace than I'm used to seeing, and I think right. it's COVID related. And uh, I was thinking as well that, uh, I know it doesn't happen often, but every now and then, I was thinking about this yard sale garage thing, garage sale thing, is it wouldn't be really all that difficult to do an online live stream type uh, venue for for garage sales, yard sales, whatever. Like if somebody, uh, you take a take a video on your I've got such and such for sale or, or whatever you know and you could uh, you could do a curbside pickup right and they give an idea for a new show we could we could do it right here and we could sell things out the window sell baseball cards yeah here we go right, <laughs> right there Lee come get it oh yeah oh that's all we need right yeah. come get it everybody oh here we got a jogger coming up here Lee I can't yep we are live. We are. Uh, oh, wow, we, look at this guy. Did you see anybody jogging during the heat wave? I saw a few people. I thought, uh, that's insanity. I saw some cyclists early in the day, but not. I didn't see too many people doing a lot of exercise outdoors during that, during that heat wave. Man, that was, that was something. But that, if somebody also put a picture up on my Facebook page of a winter scene uh, in the middle of a blizzard, and uh, the caption was, do you miss this? And uh, no, I don't miss it at all. And uh, give me a heat wave every time, <laughs> as opposed to a cold snap. Um, Lee, just to finish off that thought here, we did not get to the guidelines and the suggestions of how to actually safely hold a garage sale. Yes, and let's think, do, let's do that. I think this is pretty valuable stuff. There's the guidelines. Limit the number of individuals to 10. Current Ontario Emergency Management Orders. That's a, that's a law, okay? Uh, ensure the ability to practice physical distancing. Limit the physical touching of items for sale. This is what got me with the yard sales and garage sales. I mean, people like people fondle these items. You know, pick them up, look them around, flip them over. Uh, have hand washing or sanitizing available. Have items marked with prices, minimizing the need for personal interaction, and request exact change when possible. All good. Uh, all good uh, things, common sense things. If you've been living in this COVID thing at all, uh, recently you would have been able to probably write those guidelines yourself, but it always serves to be reminded of, of what's going on. Kevin, have you been faced very often with places that will not take cash? I, I've run into a couple, but not, not too many. Yeah, I got hit with one the other day. Can't remember where I was. Yeah, okay. Um, a couple times, but again, nothing, uh, most places will take it. It's, uh, which I think is really a good thing. Now, there's nothing dirtier than money. 
Like there's no, there is nothing. My wife worked for uh, for a bank for years and years and years and years, and uh, anybody that handles money on a regular basis will tell you there's nothing there's there's nothing that kind of freaks you out as far as germs are concerned more than money because when you think of the number of hands that that passes through before it gets to yours, it's like ooh. So always uh, I. Places like, uh, well, the LCBO, for example, they still take cash, uh, although they prefer not to, and other businesses as well. It's legal currency. I think if we get into a situation where cash is prohibited, it's kind of a slippery slope. We're, we're going to end up not being able to actually use legal tender for the country of, of Canada at some point in time. So, you so you millions stuffed under your mattress. Yeah, we gotta, we've got to figure out a way to be able to spend uh, and or use cash, although it's becoming less and less frequent. Uh, one thing that kind of freaks me out still is uh, paying on my phone, like the. Bleep. I just, I figure if I ever lose my phone, I'm dead. <laughs> like it's 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 all over uh, if if the phone goes and. Uh, why are you always on your phone? I'm not on my phone. I'm on my computer. How often do you really talk on your phone? I don't talk on my phone that much. I use it for other things. It's a, it's a mobile computer, but it's not really a phone anymore. I don't know. Life is weird. Those, uh, those, uh, we haven't got any more information on the ships, do we? No, nothing. Um, have you got that video handy again? Uh, I think this is probably the, the video of the week award that came our way from Alex Stewart, lives in a community just north of Guelph, visiting Niagara, visiting the canal, doing his very first afternoon of ship watching on Saturday and catches a once in a lifetime video. And there it is. It's, it's the Florence Spirit and the MV Alanis smacking their starboard sides together in the Memorial Park area of the Welland Canal. Don't know exactly how the, the, uh, the red boat lost its steering, but apparently that is what happened, which is pretty scary for something of that size and weight uh, and intimidation to lose its steering. If that's really what happened, would love to know how. Just can't wait for the details of this to come out. You can bet there's going to be a massive investigation and there will be statements by captains and pilots and uh, people aboard that boat. This, this video will be viewed quite a number of times, I'm sure. Already has been. But what was going through the minds of the, uh, of the captain and crew of those ships, to me, is what would be the most fascinating, uh, fascinating stories to hear. So if you can put us in touch with somebody that can do that for us, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it again next week when we get into episode six on July the 20th of the 411. Uh, fueled by Gales Gas Bars Limited, powered by WeStream, supported by Niagara 411, and broadcast from the lovely location of Fiddler's Poor House, whose wonderful patio is open at the back now seven days a week. So come uh, and check him out. And you know what, Lee? They made some improvements back there. So instead of grabbing the camera, I'm going to take my phone, go back there, snap a photo of, or maybe a short little video, just of the patio that they have All right. in back of Fiddler's Poor House. Not a, ho a whole lot of room on the sidewalk there. So they said, hey, we got some 
some yeah. parking lot space out back. Sure. So let's, let's use what we got. So hold on. I'll be back. Yeah. So um, one, of the, one of the tips, if something should happen that we have to wear face masks indoors in public spaces, that's how they phrase it. If masks become mandatory, it'll be manda- they'll be mandatory indoors in public spaces, okay? You will not have to wear a mask in your own home. However, you may have to wear a mask in your own home if you have people visiting you. Is that going to happen? Will you do that? I'm going to tell you right now that I... I sorry. Not, it's, it's, not, it's not going to happen. Now, the other thing is there will not be fines if you are not complying with the rule. That's what I hear. I'm not sure if local bylaws will uh, concur with that if and when they come along, but right now we are told that in communities where mandatory, where mandatory, uh, thank you for the honk, masks are, are required that there is no fine for, uh, for not complying. So, not sure whether that's going to stay there if we go that way here. How do you wear a face covering? Well, the uh, powers that be say this. Wash your hands immediately before putting it on and immediately after taking it off. Before you put the mask on and before you take it off. Avoid moving the mask around or adjusting it. Avoid touching the covering while you're using it. Do not share it with others. Change your face covering when it becomes slightly wet or dirty. That's the optimum way to use a face mask. All right. Uh, One of the other pictures I wanted to show you quickly uh, is something that I just snapped on my way out of my neighborhood today. Was uh, just an indication of people getting creative in these days of the COVID thing and uh, when it comes to wishing somebody uh, a happy celebration of some sort, be it a birthday or an anniversary or a graduation or something of that nature, the, one of the neat things about the COVID thing is people are getting creative and there are some pretty fun events. There's the picture that I uh, clicked. One of my neighbor's uh, kids put that up and it was there this morning. I imagine they woke up to find it there. Happy 35th, mom and dad. Uh, anniversary mom and dad and, and this massive flamingo is uh, on the front yard. Now I know people have done that in the past but you see these things more and more often uh, now because of this and the, the, the people that I feel kind of sorry for are the, are the kiddies, the little kids that love birthdays and they like to have their friends over and such and we see a number of those in our neighborhood as well with the balloons uh, all over the house trying to, trying to have, the, uh, have some sort of celebration for their children. And a friend of mine had a 70th birthday drive-by. It was awesome. It was better than it was better than having a party because the lineup down the street was the, like there probably were 150 cars driving around and honking horns and uh, I thought it was a pretty cool way to to wish somebody a happy uh, important birthday. That was kind of neat. So it's not all it's not all bad getting used to some new traditions. Kevin, did you uh, manage to... There we are. That is just out the rear door of Fiddler's Poor House. 
Not to be confused with Lee's poor house. <laughs> very, very different. Yeah, so there you go. Nice spot to uh, have a uh, cool refreshment uh, and some uh, fine food. We are at 149 St. Paul Street, by the way, and if you happen to know where the uh, crosswalk is from St. Paul Street over to the Meridian Center on the west uh, west end, uh, currently uh, on St. Paul Street, that's that's where uh, that's where we are. Just about right across. There's the walkway there with the black railings, and we're just a little bit across and down the street, across from my actually right across from my office, the phone booth. That's where <laughs> I that's where I operate from every week so it's amazing it's amazing the people that call that phone booth what is it actually i was kind of joking there but one of these days that's what we'll do we'll get some if we'll let people know what the number of the phone booth is and we'll see who calls us <laughs> i still do that i remember doing that like when i was a tween i got the phone number of a couple of phone booths and every once in a while you're bored so you would call it and see who answered um this is a true story uh in the late 1970s, it was the first year anniversary of Elvis Presley's death. I got the number for the phone booth that was across the street from Graceland in Memphis, where hundreds of thousands of people had turned up to commemorate Elvis's uh, first year death anniversary. Uh, and I, just, uh, I was on the air at a radio station here in Niagara at that time, and I just kept calling the phone booth. And uh, it was amazing the number of people that, uh, that picked the phone up. And I had some wonderful conversations. And uh, I know it sounds like I'm name dropping, you know, Elvis and the whole thing. But it's, it's a true story. And I don't even know where I got the number for the phone booth. I, I can't even remember. But it was a, it was a pretty cool radio bit <laughs> in its day. Uh, so we'll, somehow we'll find out what the number do they have it posted on the phone? I never even noticed. I, I can't remember how I got the phone number back in the day either. Maybe early on somebody had call display. Yeah. I remember you used to have all those star combinations as well. Star 6-9 would yeah. tell you the phone number of whoever was calling you. Those like, I'm the wondering if calls. There's, I wonder if there's anybody that calls phone booths other than drug dealers now. like Or kidnappers. <laughs> <laughs> kidnappers. Is that and, what they do? Is that their MO? Well, that's what you see in all the movies. Kidnappers and drug dealers on cell phone and on on um, on in phone booths. I don't know. <laughs> Let's uh, check in with some of the comments here again on uh, okay. four one one. See what people are saying. Maybe uh, maybe one of them. Do we do we do we want to know what they're saying about us? Both ships. Oh oh oh. There was one about the ships. Oh okay. Here you go. Take take me back. Take me back. Both ships are tied up in the canal, awaiting a full investigation by the Seaway Authority. Thank you, Nick. At uh, Niagara 411, appreciate that. Uh, both ships looked fine. Glad there was no casualty, I guess. There are a few marketplace sites online listing things for sale people are using now, many taking e-transfers as payment. So it's, it really comes down to buyer beware, yeah. Yes, a lot of people are praying for that. Kanye has effective offered the situation of splitting the vote, which may ensure a return of Trump to the White House. You know, that, that actually is not, uh, that is not beyond the realm of possibility. Some people might say that sounds silly, but I was thinking of that uh, as well. Like if this, if it gets serious, that could very well 
uh, happen. Strange times. Thank you for uh, contributing. And keep in mind, uh, as comfortable as we are these days with commenting on Facebook, be it a live stream like this or any other posting, um, you can do the same right here, uh, live and in living color on Livestream Niagara every Monday on this program, the 411 between 10 and 11.30. Just uh, watch the feed as you're doing now, click on the link and uh, pop into the Zoom room and Kevin will transfer you to our on-air studio here at Fiddler's Whorehouse. If you already have the Zoom app, you don't even have to uh, go through that hoop. All you have to do is dial 905-411-0411. All right? Now, and Lee, can uh, you... Uh, sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. What? Weather? Yeah, just could you... It's a little small on my screen. Can you just walk us through what we're looking at this week? We are looking at uh, some maybe rain later this afternoon. Where are we here? Monday? 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 I have to get you where these cameras work. Uh, and then uh, Tuesday, of course, tomorrow is going to be a beautiful day, 28 degrees, not a lot of humidity. Wednesday, 26 degrees, 27 on Thursday, chance of a shower. Friday, chance of a shower, mix of sun and cloud. And uh, I'm hoping that we don't get that thunderstorm this afternoon because I have a tea time at 1.30. Where are you so, playing, Lee? Uh, Willowdale. Oh, nice. Nice track there. Yeah, it is. Beautiful clubhouse. Yeah, Although we, you probably can't go in. We were actually... No, I don't think we can. My wife and I were actually looking to uh, have our wedding there years ago. And that's before they did a big renovation on it uh, recently, but the date wasn't available. No, it's a, it's a great facility for that. Uh, and no, uh, I'm not getting the golf for free. I am paying for it. So it was just... <laughs> Just a plug for another Niagara facility. We played uh, we played Twenty Valley last week. Uh, nice sawmill course. before that. Love sawmill. We played uh, Whirlpool this year. A great uh, great uh, track that runs along the River Parkway across from the Gorge. Uh, Legends, the other Niagara Parks uh, facility. So we get around a little bit. You're doing all right here. Grand Niagara. Summer of Lee. Yeah. Well, it's just once a week. And how you shoot? I don't need numbers. Lousy. Once a week. No You know what, uh, Lee? We just lost you here. So uh, we're at the end of the show, and I'm just going to wrap it up. All right. So uh, we'll wrap things up for another successful live stream Niagara uh, from Lee and myself, and, of course, Nick at Niagara 411 and, uh, and everybody that contributes to the program. Uh, thanks so much for, uh, for joining us here for another week live from Fiddler's Poorhouse in downtown St. Catharines. We'll catch you again next Monday at, uh, at 10 a.m.